This is The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's News, today's talk, 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And I'm really excited. I'm excited because you guys know what makes me happy. Music makes me happy. Music's a big part of my life. And so any opportunity I get to talk about music, I am just like a pig and you know what. (laughs) So I thought, you know, it's been a while since we had these two on the show and maybe it's time to bring them back on. And of course, I'm talking about two amazing brothers that go by the last name Moffat. One might be Bob, one might be Clinton, and they might be music travel love how are you doing guys we're doing good thank you what a great intro great energy oh thanks you know what i'm just so happy to have you guys back on because uh it's been if we're approaching two years because it was like in the right in like smack in the middle of lockdown 2020 Well, we're in the same spot. When we had you guys on last. Yeah, we've been on, we've been in lockdown ever since. We haven't moved from these (laughs) actually. You are. I'm watching you on Zoom and I'm like, this room looks familiar. I changed rooms though. So I'm I'm doing the show from a different room. (laughs) (laughs) And, and a lot has changed in the past two years for you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, Someone wasn't a dad before, but now they are. You're talking about me. I'm talking about Bob. Bob, yeah. you were childless, so COVID really got you going. No, it was, it, we, you know, we've been talking about it for a long, long time. We finally just, you know, said, let's do it, you know. Um, Literally. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it's the greatest thing ever. You know, I'm so grateful to, to be a father and to be given that gift. It's, it's, because nothing, nothing in this life is promised, right? And so when you have uh, the, when you have that gift given to you, it's just it's awesome. Clint's been gifted three times now. It's great. I know. And that was the other thing I was going to say. And last time we spoke, Clint, you had two. That's correct. And now it just magically like, you know, know. you got three. It's just that's how it happens. It is kind of magic. It's right? You just kind of. Okay, up. guys, give me the rundown. Give me the ages and names of all the kids right now. Clinton, let's start with you. Okay, Lake is uh, five, he just turned five uh, on the 12th of June. And then uh, Reef just turned three on April 26th. Come on, yeah. give me another water name. <laughs> no, no, West, we got him West. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, he's still somewhat of a outdoorsy guy. Okay, <laughs> Probably won't so- be an actual outdoorsy guy, but his name is slightly. So hold, Reef, I can't remember, boy or girl? Boy. All boys. All boys. Oh, all boys. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's right. You are trying to recreate the Moffats here. Yes. yes. He has Hanson, and we'll see if he can create the Moffats. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. And um, and Bob? Your little uh, one Francis, is now. Francis is uh, six months. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's, uh, growing like a little weed. And uh, yeah, it's awesome. So happy. I think you should just throw her in the mix with the boys, with her cousins. And, yeah, maybe uh, like the Dan Perry kind of maybe. With yeah. One yeah, it's true. <laughs> Has there ever been three boys and a girl? Lady Antebellum. Yeah. Uh, or no, that's two. No doubt. That's true. Oh yes. No doubt would have oh, been guitar, be bass, drums, and a female lead singer. So we have no doubt. There you go, and that would be that's that's badass. Ask me. 
<laughs> we don't know what she sounds like. She's got good tone, man. Good tone. She's a bit of a screamer. So maybe maybe a screamer. Oh, okay. Okay, I like it. I like it. And I got to ask, guys. So we, we celebrated Father's Day just a week ago. Mm-hmm. And how was Father's Day? Because, like, this, this was your first one, Bob. Yeah, it was. It was great. You know, it was a really low, it was really low key. We went over to uh, our mom and our stepdad's house. They have a pool and the kids just sort of played and uh, we all hung around. It was great. Yeah, it was, it was really, really, nice. really wonderful. Oh, nice. It's like, you know, I've got to say, I, I'm a little bit envious because you're, you know, two Canadian boys living the life in Nashville. And I say living the life, but listen, we all like have, you know, like, we all work hard to get to where we are and, and you know i know that you guys have worked very hard to, to get to where you guys are but i just love nashville so much that's why i'm a little envious okay the canadian girl with nashville in my heart and yes. i was actually thinking i'm like you know what i need a girl's trip i need a girl's trip and i need to come to nashville for like you know a good maybe like three four days um yeah nashville's a great city you know it's it's really changed a lot you know the nashville that we grew up uh We've been here a long time. We, we we moved in that we moved to Nashville for the first time in 1992. Yeah, uh, and then on and off we've been here, you know, over the course of 20 20 plus years, and uh, so it's changed a lot. You know, the Nashville we grew up in was a very small. You know, if you didn't really know what Nashville was about, you didn't. You just didn't know. Like, in, like there was no TV shows about it. It was very much just a country music. If you were wanting to make country music, you moved to Nashville. And other than that, it was just a great city to live in and, and be in. And now Nashville is just sort of the epicenter of yeah. It's like, the, it's like even my wife drove down there uh, last week, and she was like, "Well, I like to just vacation here." To be honest with you, like I mean, like just go downtown and hang out because it's so new, and they've got everything now. Like I mean, it's really become a very, very new and cool city. I mean, I think it was cool before. I think it was I think it was cool before and hopefully they keep all the things that made everybody love Nashville and want to come here and visit and hang out. You know, I think they will, but they built so much. They built yeah. so, you know all these new hotels, all these new, you know, restaurants. I mean, it's becoming a big city very quickly. Yeah, like I'm thinking about it. It seems like yesterday. It's funny because when you said you guys moved there in in the 90s, I was like, "Oh, 10 years ago." Like, is that not insane? Like I can't even believe how long ago the 90s actually were. No, it's not 10 years, try 30, you know? Um, And then I was, then it made me think as you guys were talking, I'm like, wow, the last time I've been to Nashville Nashville was before I had Samantha and my daughter Samantha uh, just turned 11 a few days ago. Yeah, time flies. It's insane. It's it's insane. But how, how's Nashville, how's Nashville right now, this time of year? We are in summer right now, so it's like, yeah. You guys well, loving it? It's, it's is it hot? hot? What is it? I guess it's not as hot as what you were saying it's going to be there, you know, um, or feel like. But it's it's been pretty hot, you know. Um, we had, I think we were up to 102. Or, yeah, no, it was, it was really hot was, the other day. It's a, it's a great place in the summer, honestly. Nashville's got a really unique feel. Um, it's really, like, we live close to the lake. So, like, we haven't been much this year, but... Typically, you know, we're out in the lake and, you know, having a good time, barbecues, you know, really just, and, and it's a good place for it. Yeah, it's a really it good place good for that. that. I love hearing that because to me that screams, we're Canadian. You said the yeah. lake, not the beach, you know, barbecuing. I'm like, yes, guys, yes. Yeah. So also, 
because it's been so long, I know that, um, you know, since we last spoke, there was lockdown after lockdown, and you guys probably had a little bit more freedom than what we had here in uh, in Canada. Um, but I know that traveling was difficult. But yeah. since then, you guys have been able to hit the road, and, and you've recently been on the road, right? Yeah, we've done little things here and there um, over the last little while, just kind of creating, you know, keeping the channel going and 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 giving you know making content for our fans. We've done some uh, one-off things for individual. Uh, people that have wanted you know a special request for us to come and play at something or film something for them privately so there's lots of little different things but as far as like tours go we're actually ha we have quite a, an extensive tour coming up here in August that uh, we're sort of just gearing up for and getting things prepared you know because it's gonna be it's gonna you know we don't want to make so many trips a year I mean you know one of the yeah. one of the best parts about what we do is you know being able to work mainly from home and being able to watch our kids grow up. I mean, I'm very grateful for that. I'm, and to be able to take my kids to skating practice and swimming, you know, all these things, um, you know, I'm really happy I'm able to do all that. And I want to continue doing that. So we're very selective in how, how much we go out. And uh, when we do, we're trying to do bulk runs where we go out, get a lot of stuff done, and then come back and, and kind of piece it all together when we're home. So that's kind of what our schedule looks like. And, and we're going to be going out for over a month, you know, on this 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 oh, upcoming nice. trip. This is a long time, but I think it's better, you know, in the yeah. long run. And I know that sometimes when you guys do um, hit the road, sometimes yeah. you bring the family along with you. So is this going to be one of those not kind this, of uh, trips? Not this one, just because it's going to be we're going to be touring and we're going to be really busy and we're going to be filming and doing a lot of things. So um typically if we do bring the family it'll be more so like something where we can you know do a little bit of work but we're spending a lot of time just enjoying as well like we're going to be enjoying ourselves obviously we enjoy traveling yeah but, um uh it's it's a hectic schedule yeah. you know i think on this thing we're gonna oh yeah four or five i can't in the imagine it being like you know easy uh especially easy on on, on the family to you know tag along on something oh, like yeah, that. Be a tough one. it would be a tough one for sure yeah, and we um, so, here, so go ahead. Where are you guys? When, when does it kick off? I need to know when does this tour kick off? End of July is that we fly out of Nashville. Yeah, we haven't announced anything yet because it's not finalized, like the dates and stuff like that. But um, it'll be yeah, it'll it'll uh, it'll be coming up here really soon. But oh, it is gonna okay. Be, yeah. So <laughs> what you're trying to say is that if we want details on the tour we need to keep our eyes open our ears to the ground and be following music travel love on all socials You're so we can get the scoop that's a good that's a really that's good it, idea that's it that's exactly <laughs> what you gotta do and don't go anywhere we're talking to music travel love bob and clinton moffett right here on the parenting show we'll be back with more right here am 640 toronto radio You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back. It is Sunday night. You're tuned into AM640 Toronto Radio, and this is The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We are talking with music travel love on the show today, guys. I am like so super stoked. I love these guys. And of course, I'm talking about Bob and Clinton Moffitt. Um, guys oh man music just makes me so happy 
And every time I'm scrolling through social, uh, because of course I follow you guys and one of your videos come up, it just puts a big smile on my face and literally a song in my heart. And I needed to tell you guys <laughs> that's that. Very that's very nice. Um, thank you. Thank you. You know, I, I think that's, that's a great, that's a, that's a compliment. That's what, that's why we do what we do. You know, obviously we do it to service ourselves and, and, and because we enjoy the process of making music, but ultimately uh, the why of why we do it um, is, is to help people is to, is to put a smile on your face. You know, it's to, uh, you know, in our, in our business too, it's also to help moms put their kids to sleep. And we do that. Yes. Which is pretty awesome. We had no idea we did that. But um, <laughs> we learned through the years, through the years that our music. You guys is, are magic. Right. Well, we, we medicate. Uh, we're, we're sort of like a sleep pill. You know, <laughs> in a sleep people, aid. Yeah. So, I love yeah. it. No, that's what we, 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 we take. That's, that's so what when we, we do our concerts, what's interesting is people come there and they're they're ready to go and then by the end of it they're all just laying on the ground sleeping. So yeah. it's an interesting We concert. have cots. <laughs> we, we don't put chairs. We put cots. I love that. I, I can't wait to attend one of your uh, shows. So what I, my well, request you to you guys, sleep, you know, come when you're really tired. No, I'm not. I'm not going to be sleeping at your show. That's for sure. But one of my requests is that in one of your upcoming tours, you just have to make a stop to Toronto. That's that's all even. You know what? I'll even take Buffalo. I'll cross the border, drive a few hours, and, and, and come to Buffalo, wherever. But you guys just need yeah. to come because um, I would love to check you guys out live. And, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that you put the kids to sleep. Like, a lot of the moms yeah. love listening to you guys for the kids. But there's something in the works that you guys are doing that involves music and kids. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Tell I mean, me about that. Tell me. Well, I think it's really just an extension of what we're doing. And I think that, you know, even though, you know, a lot of the songs that we do cut are songs that actually kids love as well. I mean, our channel in a lot of ways, you know, is already slightly a kid's channel, you know, because we just cut songs that they all love. But I think our concept was to just do something a little bit more educational because, you know, we, we were we we were blessed to grow up in an, in an era where there was lots of great kids entertainment like people out there great education like sesame street mr rogers mr dress up canadian you know and oh yeah i love him there was there was wonderful stuff out there that had a different energy to it you know it was like it was it was calming at the same time as it was fun and it was in you know kids were entertained you know but it was like you know I, even when i watch it now it's hard for me to put that on for my kids because it is such a different time and the kids are used to something so different now that even as great as Mr. Rogers was, it's such a different energy <clears throat> that the kids have a difficult time, I think, getting on that level of, of pace, you know? But for us, we feel like there is a hybrid of that that I think is good and it's positive. It's positive for kids sometimes to like, not always need to like, be so frantic, you know, with the entertainer, you know, like, uh, which is, you know, just an extension of the t time we're in. But I think, or not even the entertainer, just the, even sometimes it's it's like, you know, I know with myself, you know, sometimes if, if you have too, too, too many options, you know, it's like, you know, I can be sitting on Netflix and, and basically spend an hour just looking at titles. Yeah. <laughs> no. you know, it's like by the time I'm ready to watch a movie, I'm like, I'm tired. I'm like, yeah. I, found something. I, yeah. I think I found something. It's like, it's like having too many options. And I think that with kids, if you, if you know, 
it's almost like there's there's that there's that whole thing of like you know like Clint's touching on what Clint's talking about Mr. Rogers and Mr. Dressup they were so they got you into a space and time that was like it, it calmed your mind um, it allowed the child to sort of breathe and to a certain degree it was as, it was health as helpful for the parents as it was for the children oh, you know and so absolutely and so there, there was such a wonderful thing about it you know and I think that for us like we look at it and we go okay well we spent all this time like working on our craft as singers and songwriters and whatever and what is it all for? Like, I mean, you know, why why are we doing this? Like, I mean, obviously for ourselves, because we love it. it help, when we wake up in the morning and we are able to do it, it's, it's amazing to be able to do that. But, you know, what is the end goal of, of it all? And I think for us, there's a lot, there is a lack of like, you know, the people that tend to get into that world, into the world of the children's music world. Um, I think Paul McCartney has got, obviously gotten in the children's music world, which is fantastic, you know, and, say, and mm. there's people that have done it. Um, but for the most part, it's not necessarily singers like that have like, you know, maybe like the, the tone that, that, you know, a lot of them all sound the same to a certain degree. And I, and I think there's something yeah. to that. I think there is something to that, that it grabs kids' attention. But I also think that, like Bob was saying, there, that maybe there, there, there's something out there that uh, is just a little bit different. And I think that's what we're trying to find. You know, I think for us, it's not just about doing it. It's also about discovering, you know, what it is that makes kids tick and how we can achieve what we want in our, in our creative process that can also make a child go, yeah, I love that, like next to something else, you know? And, and I think that's that's just a wonderful creative um, expression as well, so. Because nine out of 10 times, if you offer a kid a chocolate bar, they're gonna take they're it. They're gonna take it. You know, <laughs> like you'd say, here's, here's some, we'd like you to eat the spinach and the greens, but here's a chocolate bar. You know, they're going to take the chocolate bar, but you yeah. know that the chocolate bar is only going to give them so much, yeah. you know. And so it is a, it's it a is tough, a challenge. It's, it's a challenge because there's a million billion chocolate bars out there. Yeah. And to try to offer something different is very difficult. And so for us, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make it fun. We're trying to make it something that's appealing, but also something that has sustenance to it. Yeah. So I got to ask. Is it the, the stuff that you're gonna be doing for kids that you're working on for kids? Is it more for like the little tots? Is it like for older kids, preteens? Kind of, like where, where, or is it a mix? I think it's a mix, you know, because I think that, you know, we like we're, we're starting to sort of do what we do with Music Travel Love where we'll take a, a song that everybody knows and try to find our feel on it. Um, and we're doing that with like, like even old school like like wheels on the bus you know because oh yeah i love it guys well, it is a jam but you know it's also like when you when you start to do these type of songs you realize that these songs are very like linear like they're, they're just literally they don't have any change in them you know so the verse and the chorus melodies are identical because it's it's smart because kids really just they don't care like they just want to sing the same melody over and over again you know and so, but for us, it is a challenge to figure out how to make it sound not super annoying after three and a half minutes, you know, because- <laughs> So the parents can listen and enjoy it at correct. the same time as their child, yes. Yeah. But it's also like after three and a half minutes of like the wheels on the bus go, and then after three and a half minutes of that, you're like, wow, that okay, is- All right. You're kind of in a bit of a, but you are sort of like, it is sort of built that they're probably successful for the reason but if you can make that yeah. if you can make that into a three and a half minute song that actually does stuff you know with very little going on i think it's actually a slight musical achievement for us anyways it's like wow that 
Like I don't mind listening to that. So it's actually kind of a nice learning. Yeah, it's like layering and stuff. I mean, I think, to be honest with you, a lot of the biggest songs on the planet are basically kids' songs. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you really, there's not much difference other than a lyrical tweak that's just basically an adult version of what, you know, you're, you know. I really think, you know, if I look at, some of Maroon 5's biggest songs. They're not f- too far away being removed from a kid's song, you yeah. know? And the Beatles. And the Beatles. Yeah. And, like, in, in terms of the melody, so simple. The beat is so simple. The structure of the song is so simple. Um, but that's those are the kind of things that, you know, sometimes when you get too complicated, you're throwing in five or six chords, different changes, pre-courses, all that kind of stuff, you know, shoo. But, yeah, it's uh, right over your head, and it's just, like, it loses everything. Right. And even when you start breaking down, like, even, like, other bands you wouldn't suspect like nirvana you know for instance you know it's just it's just the personality on top of it you know we're really everybody like just covering the songs for instance has been a real learning experience for us to understand that actually everybody's just doing the same thing but just with their own emotion and personality on top of it including us we can like once we understand the song and understand how it's sung and we start to put our own thing on it. We go, oh, that's that's why everybody just did James Taylor, or James Taylor just did everybody else, you know. So or Bob Dylan. Everybody just did Bob Dylan essentially. Come on in, you know. Oh, do we have a little? Do we have a little friend coming in? No, I don't think so. I think they're going to swimming school. Oh, I love it. This is what I love about doing the show at home and doing the parenting show is that, you know what? It's real. Right, so the yep. kids like come in when we're doing the show. Yeah, uh, a spouse may come in while we're doing the show, so that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so sure. for those of you guys at home, Clinton just got up to to leave. Uh, he's got his kids are going to swimming. He's got his kids in swimming. See, this is what this is what life is like. A lot of people may look at you guys and be like, okay, so you know, music, travel, love. Um, two former members of the Moffats. You know, these guys have been doing music forever. They must live a life like this and like that and like this. Um, but you're two dads. Yeah, we're you're just, just normal. two we're guys, just, yeah, very you know? Normal. Yeah, I know. your I, best life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're just having fun. And I think that, that children, um, there's no doubt that children just make the world a better place. Like they make our world, they like every night going, you know, I love my life, but but I have to say, like going back home to to that little munchkin every night is is like it's another level because they're so pure, you know. Like they're so um, they're innocent. They're innocent, and you know they're perfect. And you know, kids. Uh, that's our job, I think, is to is to try to help them continue being authentic to themselves, being pure, being. Uh, perfect and because we have a tendency of human beings to want to uh, I guess you'd say overdo things yeah or project our views our philosophies our our yeah everything onto our kids you know Um, which some of it's healthy and some of it's not I mean we're just we're 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 equal we're just every positive and and negative good bad everything we have it in in uh Hopefully not equal proportions, but I think that there's some truth to it that we have a lot of it both. Need, yeah, need absolutely. Like, you know, it's uh, it's it's interesting to see our kids like grow up 
and see how they develop, but even just see how like their personalities come through and shine. And like you said, like there's a lot of stuff that we will try to like, you know, maybe we don't even realize it, but like I do with music all the time. I'm like, hey kids, this, you know, driving them to school and I'm playing them some Led Zeppelin, like I'm pushing it on them, you know what I mean? Like. Well, they're so, so smart. Like they're so smart. They're so observant. Even at at such a young age of like even my daughter, six months years old, she gets it. She understands like when you know relationships have moments where you're a little heated sometimes, and you try to do your best not to, you know. But you know, even when you're uh, you know even when you're in a, in a relationship and stuff like that, you know that gets your your child sees that they they have taken oh, yeah. understanding to it. it it becomes a part of their fabric of how they view stuff like that yeah they totally get it they totally get it. and it's so cool to see them like you said you know you go home and you get excited to go home to your little munchkin every night you know what i mean because she's growing and developing she's six months old now right. and in a blink of an eye she's going to be six years old you know right. It's going to go that fast. You are tuned into the Parenting Show right here on AM640 Toronto Radio. We are going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more. We've got music travel love on the show. Welcome back to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. You are tuned into the Parenting Show right here on AM640 Toronto Radio, and I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We've got Bob and Clint Moffitt from Music Travel Love joining us. They're giving me peace signs on Zoom. We were joking around off air about how I always give peace signs, right? Um, so they're, they're giving me some peace signs back. I love it. I love it. Um, so guys, we were talking about the stuff that you guys are doing for kids. I'm really excited about it. Um, but I need to ask, is it coming out like as, are you guys doing a dedicated channel for this or is it still all going to be under Music Travel Love? No, we actually have a channel that there's content out on right now and, and we're just, we're really kind of focused on getting some things done for this upcoming tour. But um, yeah, we're still, you it's know, called Music Travel Kids. Music Travel Kids. Kids. And there's probably about 15 oh. videos on there. We actually just did a very first episode where we actually traveled to Colorado and we did a kind of a, we, we went to Rocky Mountain National Park and we kind of showcased yes. our, yeah. And so for us, that was our first episode. We're still learning, you know, we're still, you know, we're still, it's, for us, it's just a, uh, it's, it's a creative process. Uh, we, we always are wanting to improve and get better at, at what we're doing. And that's just another one of the things that we're, we're learning. I have to say, one of the things I really like about Music Travel Love, and for those of you guys listening at home that, that follow the guys, then you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I love that you guys are, you're social media based. Mm -hmm. It's not that I'm going to turn on the radio and you guys are going to be there. And I really like that that's not the case. Yeah. You know, and that like for me, I'm streaming you guys or I'm checking you out on social and everything that you're doing, you're doing it on social. Yeah. Now, you know, being a radio girl since, you know, I've been in the industry since the age of 16 and, and I'm not ashamed to tell everyone that I'm 42 now. So that's like one hell of a ride in the radio world. Yeah. Um, but also the fact that by doing this and please correct me if, if I'm off on this, you guys probably have a lot more creative freedom to do what you want and when you want. 
and you're not tied down to like you need to write a song and produce it and release it by a certain day and an album needs to drop by this day and it's just like oh my god because i feel that when you have to do that that creative you know vibe tends to take a back seat yeah <laughs> oh absolutely i think that that is a big thing that we're, we're super grateful for we've we've had both worlds you know when we were touring with the moffats and we were on record labels we had you know schedules that would say we were getting up at five in the morning doing a radio interview over here and then we'd end the night at you know across straight across town and finish at 9 9 p.m or 10 p.m we've, we've had very you know rigid schedules like that and there's something really great about those too but for us yeah no we're, we're we're blessed to be able to wake up and go you know what it'd be really cool to do something like this or try this song or work on something for the kids or work on something on original music or whatever whatever it is you know? and i think long term as well i mean like understanding I, I think it could even happen even for artists that are on the radio or are on labels i think you know investing into yourself is really important because you know like anything you know musicians don't get any younger you know and 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 we're and i think the industry itself is definitely is more tailored for the for for younger which is fine that's how it's always been and it makes sense right because that's just how it goes and but i think that even when artists are younger you know to spend more time trying to figure out how to create their own versions of what labels own you know because essentially you know for us like Every day we're investing in our, you know, into our world, our, our fans, our business, you know. So if we can create a, a personal playlist that has, you know, 500,000 listeners, monthly listeners on it. Now we've just created something of our own that has even a much, much, much bigger impact than getting put onto one of the biggest Spotify playlists, right? Because we got 18 songs on it as opposed to just one. We've got, got the whole playlist. And so for us, it's a long term. It's, it's, it's definitely something that I think short term people might not see and i think more people are starting to see it as the days go by but still i think it's very hard for people to understand how something like that could could become so powerful uh for it's just and owning owning your 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 music um owning the platforms that you you know promote yourself on and having a i guess a stronger connection to it's to to, to that to your audience because at the end of the day like clint said you know artists you know, you're 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 a great artist. You know, coming out of the gate, and you're a great artist. By the time you say, you know, I don't want to do it no more. If you if, if that if that age is sixty or seventy years old, well, it'd be really nice for for you to have an audience still, like because there's people that are still going, hey man, Bob Dylan's singing still some singing some great songs, but I had no idea he was still making music because he's not on the radio. But yeah, if 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 you have an opportunity to have an audience that you can push your music out to. Um, that's that's the goal, and and so that's been our focus. Is hey, you know, if we want to be doing this till we're sixty or seventy, the only way to do that is to build your own audience and own that platform that you, or at least the the the, the, the social part. Yeah, of it. absolutely, absolutely. And you guys have um, also been doing quite a few collabs recently mm -hmm. since we spoke. Yeah, I think the collaborations for us has been a, a wonderful new part of it you know i think just like anything you know we're always looking to to enhance what we do at times you know i mean we have a strength in what we have a strength for what we do and we know our strengths and we're always trying to like go outside of that and try to understand how to do something differently too but you know we know what we do 
well and I think that there's so many other artists out there that we've seen that do other things so well and if you can bring them into your world and you can yeah. add it to what you do um, you know your your uh, your range of music you know also like the songs song choices the songs that you want to sing uh, that maybe you're not maybe tailored for you bring somebody in and go well we can do this now because mm -hmm. you bring such a level of you, you bring such a different style for us that we can add to that. And also just helping, I think for us, it's a, it's a, it's a really big thing. We just had a buddy of ours we've done a couple collabs with. He would periodically put stuff on YouTube. He wasn't really serious about it. He would do it, but he just crossed the $500,000, uh, 500,000 subscriber on YouTube oh, and he's loving it. And wow. he's built, building himself a really great business and he's from the Philippines. It's really awesome to see it. Yeah. Yeah, that is awesome. Okay, that's totally awesome. And I, I want to ask one quick question, though, before we go to break. Um, most, I guess, your favorite collab that you guys have recently done? Hmm. Go, that's, throw it to me, guys. Who wants to take it first? Oh, gosh. That's or is it the same one. one for the both I mean, of you? I would say that, you know, the hardest one and, and one that was really great was actually when we did it with everybody. We actually did one with... Uh, with about six or seven different people. We we had a, an artist here in Nashville, Tennessee, whose daughter, uh, well, Paul, Paul Overstreet wrote When You See Nothing At All and Forever Every Man, which are two songs we did. His daughter was on there. Jonah Baker. Um, our brother. Our brother was on it. Um, Dave. Fr Francis, Greg, uh, Anthony, all like all these people that we've been working with. Everyone um, helping, took part. They were all on it. And so it was just a great collaboration. It was really, really uh, It was kind of like a, a, a bringing together kind of a vision that we had at the beginning where it was like, let's 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 uh, bring the world together, you know, on a song. Like and, oh, and really like, different different backgrounds from around the world. So it was very cool. Yeah. That's probably my favorite. Yeah. yeah, I gotta say, collabs, honestly, I love checking out collabs and, and for the same reason you said Clinton, it's that you know what? someone has a strength over here someone else has a strength over here and when you put it together you have magic you know and yeah. that's that you can't get any any better than that you are tuned into the parenting show right here on am640 toronto radio we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more we've got music travel love on the show You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. You are tuned into AM640 Toronto Radio, and this is The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We are talking music on the show tonight, guys. One of my favorite topics. Like, I bleed music. I love music. Music's my life. Of course, my kids are there too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but music is a huge part of my life. And so I am so excited to welcome back Music Travel Love on the show. Uh, I haven't had these guys on for two years. I can't believe it, guys. It's been two years. It seems like it was just yesterday. Yeah. Um, but it hasn't. And so much has <coughs> happened. Um, Bob became a father. Clinton welcomed baby number three. Um, and and then Music Travel Kids was also born in that period of time, right. which is awesome. Um, talking about kids, talking about music, talking about the fact that you guys are both fathers, I need to ask, do your kids like your music? <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> they actually do. They sing, uh, <clears throat> they sing some of the kids' songs around the house too, you know, like Rocky Mountain, Rocky Mountain, Rocky Mountain High. You know, they sing it. 
uh, you know, and, and they sing all kinds of songs, you know, and they're, they're you know, we're, we're, we're covering some songs and every now and then, you know, you know, the Beatles, like um, we're doing, a, we're doing a song uh, by the Beatles, Here Comes the Sun, which has always just been one of our favorites. That song is like so funny in the sense that, and so many Beatles songs within the first line, it's so easy for kids to sing and remember. You know, it's so memorable. It's so simple. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, I think that's kind of one of the things. It's probably why the Beatles have transcended for so many years because, you know, and Bob and I had this debate when we were driving a little while back. We were driving through Colorado or whatever. And he said to me, well, in a, in a hundred years, you know, who's going to be remembered, you know, musically or just anything? Like, who, who, who will be remembered? Because, you know, a thousand years ago, really nobody really remembers anybody you know a thousand years ago there might be like i think there was like some sort of a like king tut or whatever like somebody that was was one person a thousand years ago that people remember but really everybody's forgotten all the musicians all the entertainers all the everybody right and even in a hundred years so many of the people that were prominent a hundred hundred years ago that were like the maroon fives of today or the just you know what i mean like yeah and like no they are i mean we don't even we know who mozart and and certain individuals that and i think those people like mozart and and uh and political figures like people like that will always because of the history books you know but as far as like yeah. just musicians go like who will be remembered and i think that there's very few you know I, uh, musically i think the beatles will always be because and that was my my argument is i think the beatles will be because kids somehow constantly just dig it and what where are you going to go from there i mean I don't think there'll ever be a time where a kid will bop around to at least one of their tunes, you know, and I think that's it's pretty impressive. Really, yeah, it's true. It's interesting you say that. Like me, an 80s baby, you know, growing up in the 90s and like grunge being a huge uh, thing for me. I love, you know, living through the grunge era yeah. and Nirvana being one of those bands. Um, I also teach at one of the colleges here at Humber College and I teach in the radio broadcasting program. And it's really interesting because each year the kids, my students stay the same age, but I get a year older. So the right. gap between us grows. Right. So, you know, as I'm talking about stuff, I'll, I'll mention, I'll be like, oh, and remember, there's always this one lesson in my creative content development class that I talk about that time that, you know, um, news broke on 102.1 The Edge, our brother station here, um, when Kurt Cobain died. Right. and how devastating that was yeah. and each year before i say it i have to ask my students and say hold on a second do, do you guys know who nirvana is right. and i wait and i wait for hands and then i'm like so some people don't put their hands up and i'm like oh god i'm just cringing at the, at the front of class and my heart's breaking you know and then i ask the question i'm like do you guys know who Kurt Cobain is? You know, so it's funny that you should. Well, that's say that. funny that you mentioned that because that was. That was, that was, that was, that was that you, do you think? Well, that's that was that was the biggest part of our argument. I said in a hundred years, I thought Kurt Cobain was going to be remembered. And Bob said in a hundred years, you know, in a hundred years he'll be so faint to the yeah. point of like, you know, you know, you'd have to go into the history books. And I might have undershot it. I was I was more so thinking maybe like a thousand years. But I do think in a hundred years Kurt Cobain will still be iconic in the sense that you know people i don't think that he will have as much of a necessarily like he won't have as much of a hold on society as he had on you yes for, because you grew up when he was alive and the music was was very experiencing relevant experiencing it right? feeling it yeah but i still feel like he will be iconic in the sense of but like he might be right in the sense that people 
we'll kind of just look at a painting of him and go, I, I wonder who that guy is, you know? And they'll, they'll discover him and they will discover, like that's the thing about discovery is like, I just discovered for the first time the music of, I mean, more so than just the song Hallelujah, but I discovered the music of Leonard Cohen. Now, now Leonard, let's, like he's not Kurt Cobain, like in the, in the sense like worldwide phenomenon, right? But I thought that was really interesting that he is a musical treasure to some degree in the sense of a musical treasure, meaning he will be discovered, his music will be discovered by, I don't know how many, but he will be discovered by some forever, yeah. right? Because his music's out there and I think- Do you know who else will be? Like, you know what else will always be, I think? And unless, I don't know, I don't know how it, was, how it would ever change. But I think that apart from the Beatles, um, Bing Crosby, will always be because who's going to make Christmas music yeah. as good as Bing Crosby? Yeah, until you it's so it. true. So Bing Crosby might- so true. It's something to think about, you know? And I think us as parents, you know what I mean? Like, honestly, if we, we've got to play this music for our kids and we need to like expand, you know, their minds and oh, say yeah. like, you know, this is the stuff I listen to, or this is the stuff that, you know, your grandparents listen to and go through the different decades of music well, and celebrate that, you know? I and agree. that's what I love about what you're doing. I, I, I thought really the, the funniest thing too is that I have a plethora of music to draw from and I, I play guitar for my daughter like every morning. Aww. And it's so weird. I play songs that I never sing, but they're all from the Beatles, from uh, Hank Williams. Yeah, They're all from the classics, it's weird. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's so nice, but that's that's one of the reasons I, you know what I mean. Some of the the songs you guys cover are these beautiful classics, and it's not necessarily like music that was like you know released five years ago, ten years ago. It's older stuff, and yeah. you're redoing it, and you're making it new, and you're putting your own spin on it. And I just want to thank you guys so much for the music that you give us because it is one of the greatest gifts that I think that you can give to another human being. Thanks, um, so. Thank you for that. And guys, just thank you for taking some time out of your day to join us on this Sunday evening. You guys are amazing. And uh, Toronto is, is waiting for you guys to come. All right. We'll be well, there. Thank you so much. We had a blast. Guys, if people want to check you out, where should they go? Everything Music Travel Love. Uh, Instagram at Music Travel Love. Same with Facebook, musictravellove.com. It has, has a little bit more information. YouTube. But YouTube and Spotify, you know, Music Travel Love. And then we have the music travel kids coming as well. So yeah, so guys, you'll be able to find us. Go check it all out. Also, if you want info on tour and just what's going on with the guys, you know, when they announce that Toronto show, you're gonna wanna hit them up and, and, and follow so you know right away when that's gonna happen. Uh, but that is it for us. We will catch you guys next week right here on The Parenting Show. You've been listening to us on AM640 Toronto Radio and I'm your host, Peter Crispo of chicmama.ca.